Hey guys, before this episode, I have a quick message from one of our sponsors. Hello everyone, welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Miserak, and today we're back with another interview. We're joined by Hayden Hatton from Idaho Football. Hayden, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for coming on and, uh, you know, soon to tell us a little bit about your football career. But before we get into, you know, the here and the now and what you've done over the, you know, last couple months and year, when did you first, you know, pick up a ball and start playing football? You know, I, I was at a young age. I, I never played flag football, but my my brother and I were always outside throwing the – I have a twin brother. So uh, we were always throwing the football outside in the front yard. And uh, I, I dressed full pads in – uh like when i was eight years old oh here's my brother walking in right now actually hogan waved to everybody what's up guys <laughs> perfect guy. yeah so we we played I, I was like eight years old to so like third grade or something I, I played tackle football and was a offensive tackle it's a little different than what i play now i have a twin brother how uh competitive was it in the household everything's super competitive we just played 36 holes of golf today and and uh, we went one and one, so it was. It, but it's a death match the entire time. It's it's a lot of fun. So growing up, did you play any other sports, or is football kind of your your main thing? My whole life, I thought I was going to be a basketball player. Like my dad's six seven. Uh, mom played basketball in college. Dad played basketball in college. Uh, I I played football, basketball, baseball growing up, all three. And uh, and I I I just remember always having like a basketball tournament or something on the weekends and and being out for basketball or baseball probably more often than football because football is pretty seasonal right like baseball they have tournaments going year round basketball they have tournaments going year round so uh yeah i i think uh i think that's it definitely didn't do anything if you count t-ball or slow pitch than those two but yeah baseball basketball football you say you always, you know, thought maybe you'd be a basketball player. Did you get recruited or anything like that throughout high school? Uh, yeah. So my senior year, I didn't play my junior year because I I transferred high schools. Uh, so I I lost that uh, like that opportunity to play because I was leaving at the end of the football season, which like is the beginning of the next basketball season. So I I didn't play there, uh, but played my senior year and. Had a great senior year and and I mean I I was already committed to play at a at a school for football as I was playing basketball for my senior year, so uh, my my body and my size kind of chose my sport right like that I could do competitively I I was a good basketball player but um I'm six two and so so you're kind of limited as like what positions you can truly play at six two you got to be like a true point and I I was more power forward shooting guard ish. What type of receiver would you say you are? You know, if you had to pick like an archetype, what would you say that you are? Um, I'd say for a big guy, finesse. Like I, I feel like I, I'm, I'm good with the ball in the air, and I, I try to avoid contact, especially like on my routes and stuff. I'm not, I'm not like trying to bulldoze people. Definitely more of a finesse player, just a feel player. Um, you know, what led you to play football in Idaho? Uh, so my brother and I always wanted to play football at the same school together. And, uh, that's the only thing my parents asked of us because they come to every game they're at, they're at the home games, away games. They haven't missed a single game, even through COVID. So, uh, I'm very fortunate for that. Uh, so yeah, that, 
my it was more of why did my brother and I choose to go to Idaho, right? Because because we we both had opportunities at different schools, and uh, either one of us could have gone to a different school. And we decided, you know what, the best thing to do is go to Idaho, uh, where we both have an opportunity. And there was a couple other schools that offered us as well, but Idaho was the best opportunity for both of us, and it's been an absolute blessing. What's that like getting an offer, you know, both you and your brother at the same time from the same school, you know, what, what kind of emotions are there? It's just a, it's a celebration, you know, because uh, we, we both worked our, our whole lives, you know, play collegiate sports. And when it all comes together, it feels almost surreal, you know, and, and you, you change people's lives when like co coaches know it, you change people's lives when you give them an opportunity to go play there. Cause you, you have yeah, education. We just graduated this year, you know, and scholarship is in schools are expensive. And so you could really, you have a huge impact uh, on your life when you receive an opportunity to go play football somewhere that, that it's a lot of weight. That's cool to, to, it's cool to receive, you know, it's a blessing. One of your very first games, you know, you were up against Penn state and that environment's unlike any other. What was it like, you know, going up against a big team in a big stadium with a lot of fans. Yeah, man, that was crazy. That was, that was uh welcome to college football, right? We got spanked, <laughs> but, but uh, I mean, they were the number seven team in the nation that year, I think if I remember correctly. So that like, they were a great team. Uh, but it was, <laughs> I, I remember uh, being in the huddle before the game, right. We're all talking to each other. And then coach is like, we're going to receive it. If we, if we win the, coin flip right and I'm like oh my god like I'm on kickoff return like that's like my main role right now is like my first game at Idaho like I'm on kickoff return like I get to go do this in front of like 110,000 people and I had a cousin play football at Montana State for a little bit and uh he never saw the field you know so like being a true freshman getting to go out and my first game is Penn State and actually like be between the lines was was it was very, very humbling. It was like, wow, like this is really, really cool. You know, yeah. can't envision it differently as like a kid. You're like sitting in the stands, you're looking up, whoa, soaking it all in. Yeah, for sure. So over your time, you know, you've, you've made a position switch from tight end to wide receiver. What was that change kind of like for you? So natural. I was a receiver the whole time. I, I, I've been a receiver since, since, uh, since I got to high school, I was playing receiver. I think I have like a total of like 40 snaps with my hand in the dirt. And that was just to help me get recruited. Like I, I wasn't doing it because like I, I like we would be blowing a team out. My coach is like, all right, go in there and try to pancake somebody so we can put it on your film. Like, like say that you're a tight end. So, so yeah, I, I came in as a tight end. It's, you know, it's, it's really cool. Uh, when I look, like look back on the story, I'm, I'm happy. I didn't like, have an ego to playing receiver because I, I couldn't get recruited as a receiver, you know? And, and so I just really wanted to play football. It didn't matter where I was doing it or what position I was playing. It's, Hey, if you, if you, it changed my life going to get my school paid for. Right. So it didn't matter who was taking me, who was paying for my school, what position I was playing, I was ready to go. And so my, my summer there, I'm running all these tight end routes and I look fast for a tight end and, uh, and coach is like, all right, maybe we can split them out a little bit. So I start playing like a wing tight end where I don't have my hand in the dirt, but I'm playing like a like a utility, like H-back kind of tight end. And at the end of the year, this is the end of my freshman year, I'm getting like 
like 25 snaps as the utility tight end. And then uh, the in the final game, we had two receivers get hurt going into the last game. They're like, screw it. Let's, let's throw Hatton out there at the X. And, uh, and then I never gave the spot back. So um, yeah, it, it's been history, but it just shows don't get discouraged wherever the coaches put you. Like you'll, you'll find your way to where you belong if you're balling. Being a tight end, you know, obviously they block a little more than a wide receiver. Did that help transition and make you a better receiver in more of an underrated skill? I think what it's what it's done is given me a better idea of the offense. Because some receivers never learn the the what the pulling guard means on a run like beta. Or, you know, like some receivers never understand how the blocking assignments are going. Like like if you if you call the blocking assignment and you have your tackle going to the end you have your guard going to the next level you like you you have to know that as a as a tight end so you like you look at defenses differently as a tight end compared to a receiver because you have to look at both like as a receiver you're just identifying coverage but sometimes you need to know where the linemen are going so you know who to go block on like an outside perimeter run or so I think that really helped me in just the overall knowledge of football and trying to be like a football whiz um you know, improve my football IQ for sure. And, and the, it helped me learn every position. Cause once, you know, like tight end, you know, running and the pass game, like, you know, you already know all the concepts, right? So uh, moving out to receiver, you just, you know, all the concepts already. And now, you know, the run game. So like, I think it gives you definitely a different, uh, different idea of the game for sure. You always hear, you know, the cliche, you're a student athlete and the student becomes or comes before athlete. And you've done a pretty good job of that. You've made the all big sky academic team, you know, what are you studying in school and how are you able to balance that in order to get, you know, such a good academic standing? Uh, I I've always taken grades seriously just cause, uh, well, one, my, my parents obviously honk on me about it, right? Like that's the typical answer, but, um, no, I just, I take it seriously. Cause like, sounds cheesy but if you're not gonna like pass your classes how are you gonna memorize the playbook like how are you gonna like it, like it just shows that you care and and honestly I, I love football so much that, that I would be an idiot to lose it because I didn't do my job off the field you know like I, I guess I look at it in a different light because if I'm a normal student you don't get your degree which is bad you should try to go get your degree right but um if you're an athlete, you lose the game you love to play if you can't pass your classes. So I, I guess I have more to lose. So I, I really want to excel in both areas. And I was committed to Brown uh, before I went to Idaho. So I, I my brother and I were were really interested in the Ivy League and then the coach got let go. So it kind of changed our path. But but Idaho has been great. I, um, I studied business economics at Idaho. The business school at Idaho is a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I, I graduated with the three eight this uh this past past uh like week. Just graduated a week ago. Got cum laude. I didn't even know what that was. So I was like, I don't know how smart I am. They had to describe it to me. But yeah, so it was good. How's it feel to be a graduate? Weird, <laughs> really weird. Um, but I I don't think it's really kicked in yet because I know I'm coming back. You know, I, I, as we were leaving, because to Idaho, you go to the Spokane Airport if you fly direct to Phoenix. I'm driving that hill that I've driven 
five dozen times now, you know, every time I come in and out of Moscow, I'm driving that and I go, wow, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this to be my last drive back, you know, because I'm, I'm going, I'm, and if I wasn't playing another year of football, I would, I'd be done, you know, and I just got, I got a cousin up there who I live with, his name's Jack and got a girlfriend up there. And, and I just, I, I love Idaho, you know, it's, it's a good place for me. And uh, yeah, something I'm not ready to give up yet. So I'm, I'm glad I got one more. Yeah, of course. So you had a really good season this past year going for 15 touchdowns and a thousand receiving yards. What kind of led to your, to that successful season for you? Uh, I, well, one, I had to credit my coaching staff that, that came in and, and, you know, at the beginning of the year, we, uh, we were, I was still breaking into the system. I missed spring ball because I had a shoulder surgery. Um, so I, I still wasn't a master of the offense quite yet. And so the first couple games, I was still breaking into it and, and the coaches were, were learning how to use me more. Right. Like, cause like, as you have a player play, they kind of need to see things. They need to understand what concepts you run well, like what concepts are working. And, uh, and so they, they coach slice is a, a genius. He's an offensive coordinator, just, just guru guy who, who I have a lot of respect for and, and appreciate you know, he's coached guys like Adam Thielen and Kenny Galladay. And I guess he's got a he's got a good resume with with understanding the wide receiver position. And he played wide receiver at North Dakota too back in the day. So he's he has a good idea of the concepts he likes. And and then next thing I would say, and Coach Jack, of course. And the 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 next thing I would say is just staying uh staying positive through my injury. Cause like it was the it's the second surgery I've had in college which both of them happen to be flukes, right? Like, like nothing you could do about it where, um, and one of them I didn't even miss a game for. It was my thumb uh, during COVID season, like one of the last, or like one of the last practices before the fall camp finished for COVID season, I, I hurt my thumb and it was just tiny little surgery, but still like, you're like, oh man, like another one, like, and I was missing games. So I was just like, just stay positive, keep believing in myself. And when I finally got a chance uh, to go out there and, and compete, I was glad that that the coaches trusted me and, and get me the ball and Vonnie trusted me and get me the ball. How important is, you know, mental toughness? You always hear about the, you know, the PT, the recovery when it comes to injuries, but that mental toughness, how important is that? Uh, I, I think it's really important. I think uh, – I think you're just you're either a grinder or you're not. You see, like, like there's kids at every school across the country that get one thing and they'll medically retire. And and no disrespect to them, like I I completely understand. Like if you're if you're over it, you're over it. But if you're if you want to keep playing, you want to excel, and you want to you want to have a chance at making it a career, you gotta you just gotta be a grinder. You gotta get through it. We talk about, you know, the, the great season that you've had this past year. I want to delve into one of those games, the Eastern Washington game. I mean, you had four touchdowns. That's that's a highlight real performance. That's something that I'm sure you'll probably remember for as long as you can remember it. What was that game like and just having so much success? You know, that it was it was surreal. So so going into that game, uh, we just had a tough loss against Sac State. And, uh, 
And it's just, it was one of those that I thought we we were going to really pull off. Right. So Eastern is my favorite team to play against ever. Cause they're just right down the block from us. They're like 70 miles away and they talk crazy. Like all that, like, and, and like in a good way, like, but like, I have a, a couple buddies that went there. I have a couple buddies that were currently playing there. And uh, it's just a, a team that I love to just beat the hell out of when I get the chance. <laughs> Right. Um, they, they used to, to, and I think it's more personal for me because like guys who just came in now, like we're, we, we beat down on them pretty good. But before then, like the last three years, they kind of gotten the best of us where like they come and beat us at our house or something. And, and because my friends are on that team or I know a couple people there, they're just talking crazy. So getting to score four in the first half against them was like, oof, like, how does that feel? <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't make them anymore <laughs> i gotta ask you know they they have red turf field there is that does that mess with the game at all does it have any like vision no no not at all like if you're focused on that you're not focused on the ball if it's coming in as your receiver like like i don't think that has any effect i i think the turf is horrible that's my only complaint about that field is the it's like if you fall it's the worst burns you'll get like it's just it's like long soccer turf and they have bad pebbles in it. It's not like the like compression-y, like good for falling. It's just if it wasn't crappy turf, it'd be fine. Like red high quality turf, all all fine. But because it's like it happens to be the worst turf ever, I hate the field. Yeah, of course. So also this past year, you're able to play in the FCS tournament. So what was that whole experience kind of like for you, you and your team? Uh it was fun. You know, we we never traveled to a place like Louisiana. So it, it was cool and the, um, going somewhere like outside the normal conference, right, and, and other away games and such. But, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. I think uh, we learned a lot of, about ourselves as a team in that game, and you, it's one of those experiences you, you grow off of, you know, and, and it was a tough loss. I, you know, it sucks, but – uh, compared to the seasons we've had in the past, it felt good to be able to have a, the season with the success we did and be able to send like all my now very close friends who I've been with for the last three years, you know, off who were one year ahead of me. Stepping away again, you know, from the actual football side of things, one of the big things that's come through the last couple of years is NIL. How have you been able to capitalize on that? I know I've seen a little bit on your Instagram page, but do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Uh, yeah, I just it's I'd tell you this. If you're not at a school that's that's has a million people viewing their their things, then NIL really doesn't play a huge part. Like I've had a couple of NIL deals um, that I've signed here recently and I'm very blessed for it, but I'm not making a million dollars. You know, like, like I think that's a false conception of it. But the, I'll take the extra extra cash for sure wherever it's coming right like i get my my rent money up and everything and now i got uh, a nice dinner date for my girlfriend or something <laughs> but uh like like stuff like that i get to play more golf now <laughs> maybe it's in a new driver here shortly stealth <laughs> stealth here i come oh, let's go so obviously you mentioned before you know you're coming back for one more year what goals do you kind of have for yourself and your team for this upcoming season or even beyond that you know, for myself, uh, I I'll speak uh, of the team first. for For the team, I think we we want to really make a run in the playoffs, and we want to go undefeated at home. 
And I think going undefeated at home will be a big foot forward because we, we only have four home games this upcoming year because we, t- we were taking Lamar instead of a D2 game. So we're going to go to Lamar instead of having a D2 game come to us because it, it gives us another game to, to fight for the, the playoffs, right? It makes us eligible by another game. And then uh, I think, I think that's, and, and win the big sky, you know, or be at the, t- like, I, I see no reason why we can't be right up there at the top. You know, we, we got the talent, we got the coaches um, and we have Montana, Montana state at home, which is a huge advantage because it's tough. Not that it's tough playing anywhere, but they got good fans. And, uh, and I know the Kibbe Dome will be crowded with good Idaho fans on those games. It'll just sway the game a little bit more, our momentum. What, you know, I, I know you talked about some of your coaches before, but what role models do you have for yourself, whether that's the game of football or, you know, just someone that you look up to in life in general? Uh, I'd say role models would, like, talking about the game of football would be Larry Fitzgerald. I grew up in Arizona, had an 11 jersey in my closet since I was, like, four. Like, Larry Fitzgerald is the man. He's a member at a club up here, and he's just super nice whenever anybody, like, goes up to him. He's just a high-character dude. Just the face of Arizona, like, if you you know anything about sports, everybody loves Larry Fitzgerald, and – and yeah, and he's just a great route runner and the way he high points the ball. I, I really wanted to like replicate my game off that. You know, I've watched a lot of Larry Fitzgerald highlights and and then I'd say Devontae Adams uh, with the way he releases and, and he's really good at the top of his routes, you know, great at getting separation uh, for football wise. And obviously uh, Jerry Rice, I wear number 80 at Idaho, not, not for him. It was assigned to me, but I like to, now I'm like, Hey, it was given to me by destiny. Like, like everybody knows Jerry Rice, like, and my quarterback just won the Jerry Rice award. So destiny even more, right. <laughs> of course. That's um, and then personally, my parents, my parents are my biggest role models to keep me in head. And uh, if I ever call them and talk to them about anything, they're always there. And, yeah, they've been fantastic parents. As an Arizona fan myself, uh, what do you think the Cardinals need to do over the next couple of years? I know that it's it's a little oh, rough God. right now. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know, man. Take a poke at me in the third round next year. <laughs> it's got to happen. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I, don't, I mean, I support the Cardinals, right? Like, I, I want them to do well. I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury wasn't the the greatest guy for the program, but again, I'm I'm now being hypocritical because I hate when people talk about Idaho and they have no idea what's going on. So I have no idea what's going on there. So like it, like I'm such a like an outsider in that like to where where you're like, huh? I mean, I have no idea what they should do. Like obviously, I could say get rid of Murray, but I also like Murray. I think he's a talented quarterback, right? To where just I, I'm sure they have the talent. I bet it's schematical, and I think we get out schemed a lot. Like when you watch the games, we're not like a poor talented team. We're just right. pulling coverages. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned you know you play a lot of golf. Would you say that's your biggest hobby, or do you have any other hobbies you like to do to just have fun? Uh, I'd say in the winter, it's it's like snowboarding, um, and stuff like that, and then 
uh, summer, definitely golf. I, I just love the competitive nature of golf. Everything about golf. It's um, because I play football, my, my, the, the outcome, the score of the game and everything isn't only determined by me. Like I can have an effect on it, of course. Right. Um, and it feels great as a team comes together and, and pulls out a win, right. There's no better feeling in the world, but there's something like special about playing a sport that it's actually all on you, you know, and there's, and, and I enjoy that golf is like getting to be in the batter's box every time you take a swing at the ball. Like everybody loves baseball, but they hate playing the field. You'd rather, <laughs> it's like you're playing baseball, but you're only hitting. It's like the greatest game ever. Right. And so, so yeah, I just, I love the fact that it's all on me. Like ever, I can't look at anybody and go like, Oh, like, only if could have been or whatever. Now I, I, my, my fate is in my own hands. And I love that. Got one last question here for you. And, you know, you've kind of hit on it a little bit throughout the interview, but if you could tell someone, you know, maybe trying to take that next leap to play college football or, you know, really just take the sport seriously, what advice would you give them? Uh, I would say really analyze if you want to do it one like that's the that's the basic you can't fake it like like I, I I transferred high schools because I told myself my junior year that I'd regret it for the rest of my life if I stayed at a school and didn't get an opportunity to play I was like like I, I was ready to like I lost a couple friends that were close friends I I like I'm like 17 years old leaving from a district I've been at my entire life to going and meeting a bunch of new people just for one last year of school because I wanted to play so badly. And so you, I'd, I'd say that that's, that's one thing is just really look deep inside yourself and internalize, hey, is this something that I'm, I'm willing to put forward? Am I willing to make sacrifices that that are uncomfortable? Am I willing to take my entire senior year summer to go to freaking football camps, like six different camps? Am I willing to, to get up at 6 a.m. for practice if you're deciding to play and because every school in the country uh practices at 6 a.m at some point you know like like um where do your priorities lie like if and if you're 50 50 on it there's you can't it's like joining the army like you see how many people that join the army and quit like all the time it's because people are told hey come join the army they get to the army they're like i don't want to do this like so where it's the same thing in in collegiate sports, no matter what level you're going to D one, D two, D three, if you love it and you want to play, go do it and you'll have a blast and you'll make the best friends of your life. If you don't want to do it, that's completely fine. Don't do it. (laughs) You know, like don't, don't make that, don't make it a priority. And if you really love it, you'll, you'll work to, to manifest it, no matter what, what division you're playing in or where you're going, you'll find a school if you really love it, that's, that's my, my, my spiel on that. If you love it, you'll, you'll get it. All right. Well, definitely a good piece of advice there, Hayden. So, you know, once again, thanks for coming on, you know, taking some time out of your night here and, you know, telling us your story. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me guys. I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. It's our pleasure, man. Ethan, would you like to hit us with the outro? Of course. Sober Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Tager. And I'm J.R. Miserak. And we are signing off. Hey, guys. Ethan, J.R. Thank you for listening to this episode of Double FM Sports. J.R. is now going to talk about a partnership we've recently started with Made by Live. Made by Live is a local clothing design brand here in my college town of Morgantown, West Virginia. 
They make shirts with some of your favorite West Virginia athletes on them for a bargain of a price. Be sure to head over to the Instagram at made.buy.live with two Vs today. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode and make sure to check Made by Live out.